It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Jimmy Smith, former Jaguars wide receiver, two-time Super Bowl champion, five-time Pro Bowler, two-time All-Pro with us now. Good morning, Jimmy. What's up, Jimmy? What's oh. up, Jay Smooth? Well, I think we're having some I think we have a little issues. audio issue, Jimmy. Yeah. You sound muted. Jimmy sounds muted, right? Yeah, I think he's muted right now. But can you hear us, Jay Smooth? Yeah, I think he can hear us because he's responding. We just can't hear what he's saying right now. But. All right, we're going to get back to you in a second, Jimmy, while uh, they work on that in the control room. Of course, we want to talk about Trevor Lawrence, who has been lighting it up recently. He's the wild card to me right now. Like when we talk about the best players, the best players at the position, if this is who he is, and Key, I know you want to see more, so do I. You want to see a larger sample, but given his yeah, just age, give me another year, man. I just one more year, and then let's see what it looked like. But sometimes you could say, what, like, what would you predict it would go based on his age, size, arm strength, pedigree, what's around him? Slightly better, slightly better than the way he played this year. Or certainly, had make you know, yeah. say, okay, well, he's heading in the right direction. What if he is a little better version of what we've seen recently? Next year, where would so, that wait, guy fit in the league? That's what I just said. Yeah, where would he fit in the league? But let me let me jump that comment for one second, though, Go Max, because you're talking about next year. Yep. How about what we may be talking about next week? You're right. If he beats Just, uh, Justin, Justin Herbert. Herbert, finally gets to the playoffs, key. We have a guy like Brandon Staley, who a lot of people questioning his in-game management. Yep. Right on what he does, and now you're telling me first-year head coach coming off what this team came off last year with Urban Meyer not seeing Trevor Lawrence reach his potential at all. They find their stride after starting off horribly this season, and now this guy's in contention to beat Justin oh, Herbert. What a disaster Urban Meyer was. Hey, Jimmy, can you hear us now? I mean, can we hear you is the question. I can hear you guys. There, there we go. go. There we there go. go. Jay Smooth, man. Way to go. Jimmy, hey, Key, how you doing, my friend? Good, Long man. Long time I talk- don't see you look good. Appreciate it. Reggie B texted me last night. I got to get back to him. You know, he's trying to get me get to come to down him, there. Man. Get down there and talk to the team. No, I am. I'm going to get at him in a day. Hey, Jimmy. Yes, sir. Get back. How did, what's, up, what's up with Trevor Lawrence this year? What happened? He just caught on fire recently. What happened? Mm-hmm. Doug Peterson is what happened. <clears throat> no Urban Meyer. Doug Peterson is what happened. And, uh, you know, you get a coach like that that's proven he's won a Super Bowl. He has a good track record. Um, he's great with the players. He let the players be men. And you can see that they are playing for him. They are playing hard for him. And to beat Tennessee Titans twice in one year, we hadn't done that in a long time. It's been a long time since we beat Tennessee. So I credit Doug Williams. I mean, I credit Doug Peterson. How much of a chance are you giving them? And I know Jacksonville is close and near dear to your heart. But what what chance are you really giving them to – I guess you could call it an upset of the Chargers because I think the Chargers are further ahead uh, as a team than the Jaguars, so it would be a bit of an upset. Well, of course they're further ahead, but keep in mind earlier this season, Key, you know, 
the Jags went out to L.A. and so and and, and what's that stadium call y'all got out there? So SoFi. SoFi. I think I remember thirty-eight to ten or something blowout. Yes. Yes. You know, so uh, that's something that we can hang our hats on. And it's confidence going into this playoff game. Well, now they have to come to our field. They have to come to North Florida. It's humid. You know, hopefully it'll be rainy. Hopefully it'll be a, a, a hurricane cat- category five or anything unlike L.A. weather. And hopefully we'll get the advantage and, and get that win. Jimmy, I mean, you're a two-time Super Bowl champion, five-time pro bowler, two-time all-pro. You know, Key and I, for being athletes too, we know this. And I think sometimes it's different than how normal fans look at it. Because they just think, hey, when you get drafted to a place that your talent should be enough. And I always talk about like, who you're coached by matters instrumentally yes. in your success. Schemes, strategies, yes. how they get you to look at it. That story that I heard about Doug Peterson, I think when the Jags were 2-6 and six or something like this, and he kind of gave that speech ultimately of like, we will have a defining moment where we have a chance to play to get into the playoffs. Like, mm-hmm. It's one of the most inspiring things for an organization that came off of what they came last year. Like, how do you think Doug has changed the culture within one year of being with the Jags? Well, he, he's done a great job. And, I, you know, if you look back on the Jaguar season, with exception to two games, and that's Kansas City Chiefs and Detroit Lions, well, they were in every game at the end of the game. So – what Doug Peterson saw is they is that they were close already. And it was just a matter of working out the kinks and can you survive and be in position? See, another thing he did, he's doing, he's putting players in position to make plays. All those players are make plays. You, you look at that defense last week. You know, those guys were in position to make plays. And throughout the season, if we could just be in position to give our, our chance, uh, ourselves a shot to make the playoffs, I think it's a new season. And I think that we're the hottest team right now. I think that we're a scary team. We're young. Uh, we got a lot to young. See, this team reminds me a lot of 1996 when our second year in existence in Jacksonville. We went through the same type thing. We were three and three and six, three yeah, three and six at one time. And then, with five games to go, we didn't lose again until the AFC Championship until we faced New England up in Foxborough, and we lost to New England in the AFC Championship game. So this team resembles that team a lot. Jimmy Smith, former Jacksonville Jaguar wide receiver, two-time Super Bowl champion, joining us this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, and a Jackson State alum. Hey, let me ask you this, uh, Jimmy. How you feel about yes. Dion? How you feel about Dion going to Colorado and leaving Jackson State? I think it's great because uh, I, I think the blueprint that he has left behind in Jackson State—they got some work to do to continue that. I think it's great for him to get the opportunity to go to a Power Five from an HBCU that hadn't been done. And then what he's doing right now—he's elevating players. You know, there, there hadn't been a time, Key, you know, there hadn't been a time when players that are in the HBU even thought about transferring or, or going to a power five. You, you're stuck. And what Dion has done at, at, uh, at Jackson State, he's laid the blueprint. Uh, and it's a good print. It's a good blueprint because now they're recruiting. Now they're recruiting 
two and three stars. And for Dion to get that opportunity at Colorado, he's happy, and I think that's where he wants to be. Mm-hmm. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, you're on ESPN Radio. I want to get back to Trevor Lawrence for a second because I was talking to Jimmy Smith, former Jaguars wide receiver, two-time Super Bowl champion, five-time Pro Bowler, two-time All-Pro. Jimmy, I want to get back to Trevor Lawrence for a second because I asked Key right when you were having those uh, audio difficulties, and we never got to it. If Trevor Lawrence, if this is the guy who he really is, right, that we've seen recently, and let's say he gets a leave it a little better than that next year and establishes the level, like this is it, where does that fit in, the landscape? Because not to make it all about the quarterback, but when you have one of those special yeah. guys, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, someone like that, you know you're going to compete every year. Where do you think he would fit in the league if this is really him or maybe even a notch above this? Well, I think he has all the potential. And, uh, you know, we, he has the potential. And, you know, that's, we, we, it's, it's yet to be seen. And, uh, you know, we'll find out this weekend where he fits in. Will, will, he, get, will he beat uh, uh, Herbert? He's got to beat some of these quarterbacks in order to know where he fits in. He's got to beat a Patrick Mahomes. He's got to beat these guys in order for us to know exactly where he fits in in the landscape of, of quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah, that's what you were saying earlier. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Jimmy, we talk about this a lot, you know, um, who has mm-hmm. the most pressure on them headed into the first week <laughs> of the playoffs? And, but I am curious from your perspective, coach, player, yeah. is there anybody that kind of stands out to you that you feel like this is a, a monumental moment within their career about whether they'll be on the right side or the wrong side this upcoming weekend? Well, I think the team that has the most pressure is the team who's picked to win or who's expected to win. Uh, I can reflect back when we were going to the playoffs, 96, 97, 98. Uh, the pressure was was when we were the team that was picked to win. We were expected to win. In 96, we weren't expected to go up in Orchard Park in Buffalo and beat the Bills and beat Jim Kelly, Jim Kelly's last game. We weren't expected to, after that game, expected to go to Denver and, and defeat Elway and Shannon Sharp. The pressure was on them, not on us. We had nothing to lose. That is Jimmy Smith, former Jaguars wide receiver, Super Bowl champion, all pro. Thanks, Jimmy. Appreciate it. All right, Jimmy. Thank all right, you, Jay guys. Smooth. Thanks for having me. Key, holler at me. I will for sure. Guys, is Steph Curry's return going to be enough to turn the Warriors' season around? What a weird season it's been. Keyshawn, Jay Willemax, ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. 
Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Curry's return. Curry comes back. Wiggins is now back on the court. This is a situation in which the Golden State Warriors have lost to the Pistons, the Magic, and now the Phoenix Suns without three of their star players all at home. So there needs to be some fixing. I just don't know if this team is going to be at the top of the Western Conference when it's all said and done. Keyshawn, Jay Willemax, ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance and joined now by the great Monica McNutt, ESPN basketball <laughs> analyst and former Georgetown guard. What's going on, Monica? What up, Mon? Hi, guys. Monica, Steph comes well, back last um, night. What, what are you laughing at, Key? You're always laughing at something. I was laughing at the music. There's always something to the uh, okay. to the music, you know. Yates is playing it, but it's always something mm-hmm. there. That's Monica, why I'm laughing. Monica, Steph. Hi, Yates. What's up, team? Steph came hey. back last night, and they lost. But this has been a just a weird season, right? Like they're trying to thread the needle, get young, and develop the talent while you're still good, and keep this thing rolling. Plus, prepare for the future and. They had that crazy home road split. They're winning every game at home and losing it all. What's going on? Like, can he turn this thing around? Oh, man, Max. Listen, I last year was my year to underestimate Steph Curry. Uh, so I'm not going to do that. But I think the question is layered. Can he turn it around? Is he a difference maker? Absolutely. Is this team going to be able to create distance in the West, in the way that we're traditionally used to seeing the Warriors be considered. I don't think that's going to happen this year. I think it is an unusual year when we have the conversation about parity. And I think that works to the Warriors' favor in that they have the experience. But to me, the flip side of the coin when we talk about experience is also the total mileage that Steph, Clay, Draymond all have on their bodies. And yes, Andrew Wiggins was tremendous last year in their championship run, but adjustments are real. Teams coming back, being better, are also legit. And so I'm just not sure that this team is going to come out of the West. Big picture. So, Monica, I'm sitting here thinking about, like, Gary Payton II, right? Uh, Some Otto Porter. Mm -hmm. Their, Their bench last year that really, through multiple series, carried a huge load for the squad. And I think that was underestimated when people always talk about, oh, the return of champs. I'm like, well, this is a different team. I mean, you got uh, uh, the number two pick in the draft who was spending time down in the G League. You got Moses Moody last night having a DMP, right, like at home. You got Ty Jerome, who I, I know who Ty Jerome is because he played at UVA, won a championship. But a lot of people in the UVA, league don't know yeah. who Ty Jerome is. You got Anthony Lamb, 
Like people don't know who these guys are, nor do they have the experience. So that's a difference maker to me. Am I wrong here? I don't think you're wrong, Jay. Now, I will say that I think the Warriors systematically have turned names that we didn't know necessarily into pieces, right? Like the guys that are now missing. Otto Porter had bounced around to a bunch of different teams, didn't really work out with the Wizards. Perfect fit for the Warriors, right? Um, Gary Payton the second, or Gary Payton Jr., rather, a guy that we knew because of his dad, but we didn't know him as an NBA pro on his own. And then you add Damian Lee, who lots of folks felt like maybe had um, the family nod to be there, but proving that he's a worthy NBA player. Mm -hmm. So in terms of those role players being able to develop, I think that's part of what the Warriors do. To me, the Wiseman-Kaminga thing has not met expectations. And again, January 21st, they will come back off of a five-game road trip. Steph is healthy. You got Wiggins back. What does this team look like after that? To me, that's going to be a big-time test. And when you talk about this squad, last year, people forget about the fortuitous bounce that was Steph being injured a month before the playoffs start. Yep. And so if the big three, Steph, Clay, who is playing better, and we love to see it as basketball um, fans, and Draymond, have to carry a load that is reminiscent to what they did in maybe their first two championships, I don't know that there's enough stamina to go on that type of run. But I think you're spot on, Jay, in terms of, this being a different group. And I'm not familiar with how long those guys that you rattled off on this year's roster have been a part of this system. Monica, you said stamina. Does my Lakers have enough stamina to make the playoffs? So here's the thing, Keem. I don't think that the West is going to have a team that's head and shoulders above the rest, right? Like, Denver had a better record, sort of, kind of. Like, Memphis might pull away, but by pull away, I mean, like, three or four games. If the Lakers can get into a position where they don't have to play in the play-in, LeBron James still terrifies me in the playoffs. And if you could get a healthy Anthony Davis, like, I just don't think that the distance in the West between any team is that significant. If the Lakers have to go through a play-in, though, I'm a little bit concerned. Why, what, just because of the nature of, a, of, of the play-in, Monica? What? Why just or the extra yeah, mileage? The, the, I, the, well, it's the extra mileage, the nature of the play, and, and it would mean that they're uh, in a bad spot in terms of seating, right? Like, yes, there's still LeBron James striking fear in the heart of folks, but if they can get in a better position seating, I think that matters. But, Mon, you are Rob Palenka. Rob Palenka is out. You are in. You're running a team. You and Jenny Buss. Actually, I would love to see that in the NBA. Like a women general manager and a woman, it would be, it would be incredible. We need that Come to on, happen. Let's go, Jay. I'm let's gonna go. make that happen now, Monica. Are you making moves by the trade deadline, February 9th? Are you all in on this whole LeBron Here's my James thing, Jay, and I, I am. I want to maximize LeBron James, like point blank period for me. Right? He has shown that he's willing to compete, and I don't know why. We've watched LeBron for years, but when I was courtside on Christmas Day versus Dallas, I was really like, man, like. You need to put everything around this guy you possibly can, right? If you could give me a healthy AD, I know the big deal is the potential deal in Indiana. Do Buddy Hield and Miles Turner make this a championship roster? I'm not sure. But do they make this a better roster than it currently is? Yes, right? Like, I think the other part of this is as we talk about these deals, everybody wants a 3 and D guy to add. You know what I'm saying? Everybody wants a big body to add as they pursue their championship aspirations. So I'm just not sure who those guys are. Those two are probably the most notable that you've meant, that you've heard linked to the Lakers. 
Um, maybe the Jazz turn out to be sellers, but I'm not 100% sold that that happens either. But to me, you're making moves as urgently as possible. Monica, does LeBron end his career in L.A. or will he wind up playing somewhere else? I think he wants to stay, Key. I think he'll finish in L.A. I mean, LeBron has done everything. And L.A. best serves all of his other off-the-court aspirations, as I see it right now. Maybe I'm wrong and he want to come uh, to the East, come via Nick. Because, <laughs> you know, you know, New York got things popping. But, like... Yeah, he would come to the Knicks when he's, like, 40. As That's much just as, like the Knicks. Right. <laughs> hey, I mean, it, probably Max. Um... I think as much as we admire LeBron, the athlete, you have to appreciate him as the businessman, as the business, or as the man as well. And so I think his life is full beyond basketball, and so L.A. suits his life. So, Monica, you know, Knicks fan, um, similar to me as a Bulls fan here, every time I watch Laurie Marketing play, I'm like, huh, huh, player development. Like, where where was that, Chicago? This dude is out here balling. He's going to be an all-star. Zach Levine confirmed that last night. Do you feel that way as a Knicks fan when you watch Donovan Mitchell play, considering the 40, you know, six, 47 points he had last night? I'm glad you asked me this, Jay. No, I don't. Okay. I, I don't. I am okay. okay. I think everybody looks at those numbers and thinks, oh, we would have just added that, that piece, right, in terms of the Knicks. Donovan is great. My one qualm in terms of the potential of acquiring Donovan was understanding the way Tibbs likes to play. And I got to give Donovan his credit because he's tapped into a better side of um, his game in terms of the defensive end, right? And, like, I know somebody's going to be like, oh, no, you're not talking about defense after this dude has dropped 70, 40, blah, blah, blah. But I am. Here I am. (laughs) Um, And I think it would have cost. So it wouldn't have been an additive, right? It would have been Donovan, Jalen, probably Julius. I don't know that you can hold on to those other pieces. Now, Donovan obviously is well-established. He's great. He would have been a star that's willing to take on the New York market, which this market has been longing for. But I'm okay. Like, I think that this Knicks team is playing good basketball. I think they're in a good position. Um, I don't know that Donovan in New York would have equated the Knicks contending in a way that I think that Cleveland has a real chance to contend with that roster. But, like, what's the outlook for New Yorker? What do you do? Donovan Mitchell needs to have at least one other guy at least as good as him on the team to make sense, right? That, that ain't the Knicks. It's not the Knicks. Jalen Brunson ain't bad. I'm with you, Max. Yeah, like, and he, I shouldn't say not as good because I think Jalen Brunson is a beast. Yes, man. I'm trying to tell But you. I just player. think it didn't all quite fit as well as people think. That is Monica McNutt, ladies and gentlemen, ESPN basketball analyst, former Georgetown G-Town. guard. Good to see you, as always, Monica. All right, A.T. Y'all, too. Thanks for having me. Uh, Here you go. I knew you was going to get that in, Key. (laughs) Of course. What else? Should the NFL step in and make the decision to bench Tua, even if he clears protocols? The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Playoffs now. It's one-week seasons. They're going to need an extraordinary effort from Josh. He's going to have to really carry them offensively. A fan base that hasn't seen their team go to the playoffs since 2016. No one likes coming to Buffalo, especially this time of year. Keyshawn J. Willemax on ESPN Radio, ESPN 2 until 8 a.m. Eastern, ESPNU from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern, Sirius XM Channel 80, the ESPN app. Click more on the lower right-hand corner of the app. Scroll down to live radio. We are portable. 
You get to work. You still want to listen? No problem. Just grab the grab your phone. We're on the app live. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Guys, here's the thing. Here's we the saw two a concussed. They could call it what they want. Come on, man. When he wobbled that time, it was a neurological event. It was a concussion. Four days later, they put him back in the game, and he was like, it was really an upsetting thing, right? He's flat on his back, and his fingers are splayed out because four days after what happened, you don't put him back in, but they did. He is now listed as having had four concussions this season. As I mentioned, in boxing, you get knocked out. There's a minimum mandatory 30-day wait period. Can't get in the ring again for 30 days. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. So should the NFL step in and make sure Tua doesn't play even if he's cleared? Mike McDaniel. Head coach of the Miami Dolphins on his quarterback status for this week. As far as Tua goes, has he reached the point yet where he can do non-contact practice stuff such as throwing? Has he been cleared for that level yet? So um, has not been cleared for that level yet. I'm hoping to, with uh, all three active roster quarterbacks, um, they all have injury-related concerns. I'm hoping to have some clarity um, on Wednesday, um, but as of right now, it's literally the same, if not more vague, than when I just saw you guys last. So it's it's actually listed as three concussions, right? Um, the week three thing is now listed as a concussion. Duh. Who who didn't know that was a concussion at the time, right? Week four, that was the you know really four days later, another concussion, and then week sixteen. So I said four because four was listed earlier, but it's really three as we thought originally. Key Jay. Okay, yeah, that's why I went. That's why when I saw four, I was like, huh? Yeah, me too. But even three is too many. Yeah, right. I mean, it's just in this situation, I would think that the medical staff in Miami has gone through enough already this season in dealing with Tua's health to not sign off on him being medically cleared to presume practice and try and play in Sunday's game. Um, I understand he's a player and he he feels a certain way and he may want to play because he's feeling good, but I would just caution against that 
and say, you know what, win or lose in this situation for us as an organization, as a team, we have to do the right thing by him, which is getting him healthy, not get him healthy for a game and then prolong uh, his injury by messing around. No, just it's over with. Let's think about September of next year season and let's get healthy from now until then so you can play for us next season. I mean, this is tough. Do I think Tua should play? No. I think Tua should value his health before he values the costs associated with the game. But I also think this is very complex because if he medically gets cleared, as much as the team could advise him on not playing, there's really nothing they could do if he decides to play, if he gets cleared. The NFL can't say, hey, you can't play if he gets cleared. Once again, but, the Dolphins. But they don't and, have and, to clear him. Yeah, but Key, if he medically gets cleared. He's saying, let's assume he does. If he medically, scientifically gets cleared. The premise of what Jay's saying is he's cleared. Okay, then what? Then it has to be his personal decision. And I think that's very tough with. But you're you're always going to get cleared if you're healthy enough to go. But guys that get concussions, they always get cleared. They get cleared. And then the moment they get touched again, they're concussed again. But that's what I'm saying, though, Key. The, The team legality can have no right to say you can't play. We can advise you not Let's to play for about- your own personal health, but we can't say you can't play and hold you back from playing if you medically get clear. But your coach but can say, you know what, I'm not going to medically play. clear you. Your coach can say, I'm not I, playing, I, I, I don't care. I play? Okay. Yeah, and if I were coach, yeah, but, that's what I would do. But I'll say this. It is but a, if I'm a doctor, I don't have to sign off on it. I can say he looks right, fine. Right, but let's say but what, right, right, I think but what he's saying is let's say he is cleared. What I'm saying, Jay, is if he is cleared – and I'm the coach. I'm Mike McDaniels. I don't care if you're cleared. It's like what Mike Tomlin told, told Ryan Clark. I don't care if you're cleared. cleared. I feel, you ain't okay. playing. Here's the thing I will say about that. It's like, so, so boxing, you see this sometimes. Like Think about Muhammad Ali for a second. You know why Ali, toward the end of his life, really the last 20-plus years, 30 years of his life, had a hard time talking, moving, etc. Come on, man, Parkinson's. But we see all, yes. his career. You yes. could even hear his speech slurring. He was like, you know, as his career went on. It's because he took so many shots. And, and by the way, survived fights where you could argue that fight should have been stopped and was willing to sacrifice his health and life on the altar of greatness in his chosen profession. And I do think, especially in America, people ought to be given the freedom to do that. If, if they want to sacrifice their health... And, you know, on the altar of great, on the, not even on great, but on just on the pursuit of greatness, that should be their choice. I will say this, though. It is incumbent upon people around them to show some, to be judicious about when the time is right to do something like that, but so, right? But, but hypothetically, if there's money on the line for me and my future, yeah. and let's say hypothetically, too, as a coach, I can go, I'm cleared. Like, this is my livelihood. Mike McDaniel, a first-year head coach, who just got asked a question, by the way, who didn't say, I'm not going to allow Tua to play because I value his health beforehand, which I feel like Mike Tomlin would have handled that question very differently. Like, what do you think the chances are him having an ability to hold a firm line in the sand and say, no, I'm not going to allow you to do that, Tua? That's on him. He, he, he I can do you. it That's if he what, wants to. I, I, I know not, he it, can, Key. I'm asking, but it, it's, it's – it's, Look, man, 
it's not a Mike McDaniel situation. It's an organizational situation led by the NFL, giving them the necessary advice on what to do in this situation based on a number of events that have occurred in the National Football League over this same issue over the years. We've seen this repeat itself over and over again. And it at times it does not end well when somebody's career is over with. In order for them to do the right thing, all they got to do is simply say, no, we're not medically clearing him and we're going to wait till the offseason and we're going to run more tests and we're going to do more things to make sure that he's not putting himself in harm's way when he's ready to resume his career next season. It's simple. It's not that difficult. I I hear you. I mean, Kenny Pickett had concussion. I mean, like, it's – like, this isn't just, like, just pertaining to to Tua. Like, a lot of players have had concussions this year that have continued to play. I'm not advocating for it to happen at all. I'm advocating the complete opposite, by the way. I'm just posing the challenge that is in front of them to do that. Look, w- before we get to who has the most pressure on them this week, and that's coming up, 888-SAY-ESPN-729-3776. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Um, before Key says it from Dr. Pepper, I'll, uh, you know, has some, a message from Dr. Pepper for you. Let me just say this. What it comes down to is not the NFL, not Tua, not anybody except Mike McDaniel, as you both point out, if he's cleared. If he's cleared, coach, it's on you to say, I don't care if you're cleared, you ain't playing. Who has the most pressure on them this weekend? Is it Mike McDaniel? Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Chris Canty, Super Bowl champion, host of Canty and Carlin. Keyshawn, my rookie year, gave all of us Christmas cards, the entire locker room. But the card wasn't from Keyshawn Johnson. No, 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 no. No, it was from Keyshawn Johnson Realty Company. <laughs> I got a subsidiary sending me a Christmas card. I'm like, what, he trying to get me to do business with his company? Like, what's going on? It wasn't me that sent it from the construction company. What had nothing to do with me. Now he just told me he don't really give a damn about me. He didn't really send it. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, 888-SAY-ESPN. If Keyshawn, if you're a former player and Keyshawn Johnson ever sold you a house as a rookie, Man, I want to hear from you. Man, it's not no, I was not a realtor. <laughs> I want to know how yeah, many rookies Keyshawn sold out. seven of this contract, all these fine print details about Keyshawn Man, will you kickbacks. stop? That's such a 
Captain People trying to that. unload a timeshare that Key sold you as a rookie. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was. He, he, what he meant is he meant he meant the development company. That's what he meant. That's all he meant. He he just knew it had something to do with real estate. Oh, he fresh. Look at that. He's nice got thing. a whole pyramid scheme going. How do you think he afforded that house back then? They weren't <laughs> paying that. athletes like that back then. He had a Ponzi scheme running on while he was a man, multi-million you, Jay, dollar Jay, player. Jay, man, look at that screen though. Yeah, back then too. That's right? all I care about. Look how fresh. Look how <laughs> fresh they made off of NFL players. Oh lord. In, in he had video. that screen. He had that screen when I still had a big. I wanted a thirty-five inch TV. I had to have a big tube in the back. In, in the and, video, you're in your bathroom and you say, "Hire me as an interior designer." At one point, so. Oh, hey man, that the house is fresh, Pat. Fresh, mm-hmm. Pat. Name when three they, fish. Super fresh. Oh, there's a couple clownfish in there and the yellow fish. Uh, I had a, a, a clownfish called Jay Will. Say it. Say it right a, now. I had, I had a shrimp in there, and I think I might have had a spider fish in there. A little African cichlid or something like that. Yeah, I had some good fish, though. It was salt it was, water tank? Yeah, for sure. Oh, you wealthy. Oh, fresh salt water? No. Yeah, Ooh. but but Max thinks it's small. Yeah, it I was expecting small. a whole wall of No, it's not. It wasn't small, Piranha Max. and stuff. No, it wasn't small. It wasn't huge, but it wasn't small either. And, you know, it was one of those... Yeah, but uh, Key, when you were like, no, no, it wasn't small. You're like, I had another house with a whole wall. Stop. You act like I'm out of left field. That, that was a thirst trap spot, Jay, yeah. right there. That's what that – I mean, come on, man. Yeah. I'm living in Florida. I'm by myself. I'm like, I mean, Key, I expected on. a bigger tank. He's like, oh, come on, man. That's a bit. I had another house with a right whole – the whole like, walls. Was, there were no walls in the house. It was just fish tanks. Right there. That was, was the horse too. at the time, so I was chilling, man. Yeah. I'm – Right Single, the water. yeah, living the life. You know, living right the on life. the water. D- D- Derek oh. Jeter next door. Drew Henson had next money door. For a long time. I mean, old. You money. know how it is. He's got old money. Old money. Oh no, don't start that. Nah. Long, long time. Nope. Nah, I know what old money looks like. That ain't old money. That's fresh Tampa Bay yeah. new trade. That, money. No, no, <laughs> that's that's new money. I that, made it. That was new money then. <laughs> that was fifty years ago. That was new money then. Fifty years ago, he had the money before it was changed. You, got, you know, with you the big faces, are, he had the little face money from back in the day. Yeah, I had. I used to have little faces. That's pre euro and everything. There was no no walk crypto, around, no nothing, walk, just walk regular dollars. A, walk around with a backpack with uh, vacuum sealed together, though. You know about that, Jay? <laughs> didn't believe. Didn't believe in Why credit cards. About this in Marcus so in Pennsylvania. Before we get out of here, Marcus, who has the most pressure on him in these playoffs? Josh Allen. I agree. I agree. I think Josh Allen does have the most. Yeah, Josh has a lot. Kirk Cousins has a lot. Why, Marcus? Why Josh Allen? Because he got the whole world looking at him right now. And with DeMar Hamlin, that's a lot of pressure. And everybody's rooting for him. Not just Buffalo Bills fans. All fans is rooting for him. Interesting. I hadn't thought of that. The pressure of feeling like the responsibility of bringing your team there because not only were you the preseason favorites and during the season you're the favorites and, hey, he's going to win MVP and you destroy the Rams week one, all those things. But then I, I imagine, Key, this caller is right, that he feels some kind of responsibility because of the Hamlin situation the, the, too. The whole, the whole Buffalo organization, Buffalo team, like the city, just think of the current events that have gone on in the city over yeah. the last several months. It's just a, you know, I find myself rooting for the Bills yeah. to do something special this year. I find myself saying, you know what, if they go to the Super Bowl, that's going to be lit. Hard not to think that way. Tim in Ohio, who has the most pressure on him in Tim these man. playoffs? 
I think it's Kirk Cousins. Uh, he can't win big games. And if he goes in on Sunday against two players and Saquon and Daniel Jones and he loses, I think all the pressure's on Kirk Cousins. Yeah, but it, it, it's when you say he can't win big games, like that is the narrative that follows him. So if he loses a big game, like, see, I told you he can't win big games. It still doesn't feel to me like that's heavy pressure on somebody that you think he is who he is. It only feels like there's upside. Yeah, but it's time to move on from him at that point, though. Okay, right? yeah, I mean, he can't move on from the I, contract, I, I, Well, I would say there is pressure know, on him I, yeah, more on Josh Allen. Contract. Way more on Josh more Allen. More on Josh, Josh yeah, Allen. Yeah, way, way more on Josh Allen than Kirk Cousins. I would say one Josh Allen, two no, one Mike McCarthy. I, I think Dak is below even Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy going to lose his jab, job before right, Dak so Prescott. He should be number one, then. No, I, th- I think it's Josh and Allen. Josh Allen isn't going to lose his but job. But what we just went through, it's not that he's going to lose his job. There's so much big stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, would say it's, I would say it's Josh Allen, yeah. Mike McCarthy. Me too. I'm, a, I'm on Staley. Staley. Three Staley. I'm with you. And then Dak Prescott. Yes, I, I agree exactly yeah, with that Dak order. Dak ain't going nowhere. And then maybe Kirk Cousins. See, I don't think it, that's pressure. And the Josh, only reason why Josh is at the top. Josh. The only reason why Josh is at the top is because there's so much other stuff around. Agreed. The Bills organization from the city to DeMar. I mean, it's just a lot. And, but, but it, and it's not negative pressure. Yeah, that's It's not that's... negative pressure. Those other guys are negative pressure. This is just pressure to deliver something good and great where McCarthy's pressures, you're going to get fired. Yeah. Staley's, you're going to get fired. And Dak Prescott, you're going to get ridiculed it all the way to the end of 2024 season. Well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, for, for Josh, negative, the word negative has a, like, or pressure has a negative connotation associated. No, that's with why it. I cleaned it up and said it's Naturally. not negative so it's pressure. it's more like an opportunity well, for except, Josh. Except I imagine it is him. an opportunity, by a, but I imagine if he doesn't come through that he, that. What? What you were the preseason favorite to win MVP? You were the yeah, but that's the over with now. We're not yeah, even okay, thinking about okay, that anymore. Okay, but but it adds up. You have a great roster. Yeah, but all that, these not, things. That's so. But, but wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm telling the Max, story chronologically. So but key, I'm telling it chronologically. That's how it starts. It builds yeah. because of that. Then you beat Mahomes in the regular season. Had that all these things, and then culminating with the Demar Hamlin situation, who then miraculously yeah. comes out of it. Did we win? Yeah. They score the the kick return. There's everything on it now. Yeah, but that's so gone though. The preseason hype is gone. Then that, that that's gone because of all the events that have. Yeah, it could be. It could with be that, that organization. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it yeah. wiped it yeah. out. I hear you on what you say. He's playing. You almost watch somebody pass away. Like yep. that's a different. I don't know if that translates into like more pressure. No, I know that, why. That, but, a, like, but that's why he moment. rephrased it to. It's not negative pressure, but there's yeah. put it this way. There's a lot on it. There's a lot. There's on a line. lot yeah, for on sure. it. Hey, AJ. Hey, I got PDA for you, man. What's up? I got love for you. PDA, you know. Oh, you're showing PDA. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. PDA, I got love for you. You know? Do you? Deuces. You know what I'm saying? J-Bob, we good. There Come it on, is. Joey. I was waiting for it. Come on, Joey. Come on, little Joey. Keyshawn, J-Will, and Max Green is coming up. We Joey. are back tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. Eastern on, on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. 
That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.